This is Amalia Eon Karras. This is Satya. And you're listening to, to Love, Love, Sex, and, and the, the Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Agenda. Our podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, illuminate our shadow nature, and expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. Let's dive in. Okay, so part two of the alcohol, spirits, demon talk, Valentine's back. We're going to jump right in because this is some good stuff. And uh, all right, Valentine, go. Because so now what? I mean, now now what? You know, we, we've, we've talked about this. We know we're, our awareness is raised. There's more to talk about. Just anything that comes to mind right now, Valentine. Okay. Now what? So... So I just, one of the things that I want to speak to, and I think why it's very confusing for people in the world to determine what is a problem, if you have spirits, you know, all these things is, you know, partly, again, because I think this has been part of my training, I was led to work in the, in the industry of food and wine, right? And that gave me a glimpse of what it looked like for people to participate in wine, make wine. They were very wholesome. They were flourishing. They were healthy. And they were not raging alcoholics or having all of this kind of demonic stuff. Actually, a lot of those people's lives helped me figure out the life that I want and now essentially live. You know, sans the the wine aspect. But but my point is, I think what's confusing is that it's it's how people celebrate. We have, you know, very few rituals in our in our culture. We have very few ways that are modeled how to enjoy time with people. It, it makes things light, right? You get spirited, and so when. But but then the thing that's that's the issue is, and that I saw with myself and other people is that. They're trying to make change. They know they need to make change. You know, people are awakening to their spiritual dimension, their multidimensional selves, and they're, they, they are getting this intuition. They're getting these messages. You should let go of alcohol. You should, you know, da, 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 da. And they're trying to do it on their own. They don't know why they can't because they don't know that actually this, this attachment, this implant, this parasite is is you know nav is essentially uh controlling their emotions um you know activating emotions that trigger the pattern and and then the other thing is is people again just to repeat myself the people don't realize that these voices that they hear or these these you know act activities that seem kind of out of control um are not them right that's the thing that this how these spirits work is that you, you don't realize that it's not you. You think it's your, it sounds like your voice. It's in your head. Nobody told you there was this other dimension. So if you're trying to take a I don't, practical approach to self-healing or, you know, uh, personal growth and you're not getting anywhere um, and you, and you get somewhere and then you get slammed, it's like, this is where I think you have to you have to look at your relationship with substances. 
my friend who sells wine and da 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 she's not that's we're not having that conversation she's she's fine you know what i mean she it's it's like if you're getting called to move forward and something keeps taking you down and you're getting messages from the you know things are coming in via your other dimension saying you probably should let go of alcohol this is where what the next step is right is like i think why this conversation is important because nobody wants to just think oh man i'm diseased i'm an alcoholic i just don't feel like that's the solution and then also you know i i don't know anything about aa and i'm not i i know it's certain people so i'm not discrediting or devaluing it but i think just this idea too of affirming I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. It's like, I couldn't do that. I know too much about programming myself. I know too much about the power of words on my mind and my psyche and my being. So I don't want to affirm over and over again, I'm Mm -hmm. something I don't want to be, right? Part of the personality of uh, the alcoholism creates has a lot of victim mentality which when you feel like you have a disease it feels a little bit like that so it's very disempowering like there's never any other option except this yeah that's what i don't like about aa too and i have seen it it help addicts but the fact that they constantly say that they have a disease i think it it gives them this um crutch like so when they fuck up again they're like oh but i have a disease Disease, and then they go around wearing it like a badge of honor not everyone but some some of them and so it becomes an excuse and i learned with my sister who was this severe alcoholic um and possessed every time she drinks it was like i knew what would trigger her to do that too Mm -hmm. like if i stood up for myself if i declared a boundary if i um succeeded uh, any, I, I knew what the triggers were. I knew that certain things that I would do would then trigger her to drink. And right. then I would even then take responsibility. Like, oh, I can't succeed too much. I can't be, um, it can't be the focus of the attention of the conversation. I can't even share anything about me that's positive to our family because the light will shine on the, on the, on will the, shine on her shadow. Her yeah. shadow will get exaggerated. She will be suicidal tomorrow. Like I knew by the time I was like in my twenties, you know, it started when I was like seven. So by the time I was in my twenties, I had learned this pattern so well. Right. I had been tracking it because it was so mysterious to me as a child. I had no other way of working with it except for what I saw, you know? And I was like, oh, so then all those beliefs for me got in and dealing with AA, I can see like they're they're just allowing it to be there instead of dealing with the issue, which is the trauma. And, and so then, for me, it was like only gonna work if she deals with the core root of the trauma. And then the other part too, Eon, as you're talking that I'm realizing, and this also goes back to that podcast, you know, I, uh, we did before where it, it never allows you to trust yourself. And so if you don't trust yourself, you're always going to be in a state of fear, which makes you totally controllable, right? on some level you're always going you're the the fear remains active in you this is just coming to me as I'm talking but if you're always afraid of yourself you're you're always going to keep yourself contained 
because of what might happen if you ever do this thing. And, and so, you know, I don't even know what I'm like, what I mean, even by bringing it up, but I just, that like, because of the trauma and the distrust from the sexual abuse, and then this pattern playing out of, you know, oh, I'm, I'm this thing. If I ever have a drink again, I'm, you know, going to ruin my whole life because I'm just diseased and I'm, I'm this, then you, there's, there's just, it, it keeps, for me, it felt like a holding pattern and, and I just don't think I want to stay in a state of fear of myself. Because if you're in fear, you are, you are susceptible. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think it is self-trust because when you've given over to the you know demon the the entity the parasite the attachment um you feel out of control and then if you're dealing with it from a conscious mind or from what you think you know about reality then it makes you feel like you can't control it because you can't because it is an entity and it has its own intelligence and it has its own agenda that's opposite of your soul and if you don't know the mechanics of your spiritual nature you're going to think it's you and that you're out of control and that you don't know how to take care of yourself. And then your world around you, your family, your friends, the doctors, they're all just going to reiterate that story right back to you. So you're going to hate yourself. You're going to you're going get to in this loop. Of vic- yeah. You're going to feel broken, feel broken victimized. Yeah. And that you're yeah. irreparable. And, you know, I think, I think one thing that I, you know, speak to and want the, and why I think it's really important to say, speak to it now uh, is because for instance, even if you're not ready to let go of the alcohol right away, it took me years, you know, if you start to look at it through this lens, you can't unsee it. And that will begin to exercise the demon. <laughs> it will. It starts to exercise it because once, and you, you both have talked about this, once you, once you see the spirit, it knows it's seen. And so, you know, it's hard though, because if, you know, like I had a person that I was like, I can't work with you until you decide to let go of this thing, because literally it won't work. Cause it has its own will and agenda as you're saying. And, but the other thing too, is this is where it's kind of scary is, you know, like with my friend, he knew that this, he was open and that, you know, this wasn't going to help. And yet when you see it and you know it and you don't take some kind of action or get some kind of support, you don't have to call yourself an addict, but you can realize that you have a, a, you know, you're in an abusive relationship with something that you can't see. Um, it's going to get more intense. That's the only thing that's really scary. It will try and take you down. And as my friend, it it took my friend down. Yeah, I was you know? going to say the same thing. Yeah, and when whenever so you see a, like whatever the attachment is, whether it's right. an entity, possession, or you know, uh, the parasite. The second you're aware that it's living in you and you notice and you see the root of it, that is the moment to remove it and eradicate it at that moment. Because it will try and take you down. There's no being friends with it. A lot of people, I don't know, 
okay, there's a lot of different thoughts out there, but in my experience and, and helping hundreds of people detach from entities um, and doing that work and removing them from myself and watching, like the second I, they, they come, they hitchhike, they, they're there. And if the first part is people don't believe it, Right. They don't believe that entities exist. So then they go into like the cognitive dissonance state of like, that can't be real. I'm just going to mentally overcome it. And okay. everybody else is drinking. Why am, why would I, I don't know. Why is it affecting me in that they way? They can party, they can get wasted. Yeah. They can have one drink. Why, why me? Everybody else can do it. It makes you feel like you're going to leave the village, you know? Yeah, it takes radical honesty and it, it, it takes swift action and it takes skill. Um, and so I would say to anyone listening who, who might be in that process of like, oh, do I have this or I, I've had it or I've seen it and I know it's there and it's gotten stronger. You need to reach out to someone who can remove it, who can help yes. you. Um, please, yeah, the container, right? Because once you- Seal it off. Yeah, because yeah. that's the thing too, is once you fix it and seal it, and then if you, you know, um, it, if you go right back to the habit, it actually gets worse. And, you know, just to kind of add this other piece that we were talking about behind the scenes is that, you know, one of the things that really started to make me aware too about these spirits was in experiencing them in a different way was having done a, you know, had, having assisted a, a ceremony, a medicine ceremony, coming out of it, being around one person who just was drinking um, and then another person who, you know, I, I, I thought had ceased partaking and having this, literally it felt like a, like something was trying to sting me. That was the energy. And I thought, you know, is it cause I'm a little bit altered, you know, still. And I thought, no, my, my field is strong. I feel strong. And for it to happen twice and have a similar energy and it was trying to get into my mind and make me like question myself because essentially this was the other part right this is is it was protecting its host it felt like a wasp and and because when i left i never felt it again and then I was able to, you know, talk to one of the people and, and get some uh, essentially confirmation. And the confirmation was there that, yes, I, you know, I not that they were partaking that day, but they had had partake again. And then these these things were in the field. I want my imagination. No, not at all. And, and that makes me want to share that it can also happen that. Um, you've seen the attachment or you've had experiences of this parasite running or these thoughts come to you, you've overcome them. And then yet you have sex with or hang out with or exchange energy with someone who has it strongly. Um, it's, there's a transference that happens, it activates. And so there's a lot of ways that this, it doesn't have to happen from you drinking and getting drunk. Nope. Um, these energies are, are very real and they come in all different ways. So if you don't understand energetic sovereignty, please get my book, yes. uh, get my course. I have free videos out there. Yes. Please learn energetic sovereignty first. Um, and if you need support with this, like reach out to us. Um, all three of us do this kind of work. We have a crew behind us that does this work. 
um, there's resources out there. And if it's not us, someone else, like find support because you do need support. It hides in your blind spot. We can't clear them all the time by ourselves. Some of us yeah. can when we get more skilled with it and we strengthen. But if we have a history of trauma, it's for sure you know, they, they, those are the holes that comes through your, and, I, and to, and to just dovetail and to complete it too, Ian, I think once you start to get on your spiritual path, however that looks and your frequency becomes a different frequency, it, you, you are more susceptible because now you're in that dimension with them. That was the teaching of these ones coming at me. I, there, you know, these are people I love. It's not, it wasn't a judgment. I didn't even care. I wasn't even aware that that was a thing. These ent entities are coming at me. I'm like, what's going on? But it's also because I've, you know, stepped into being a practitioner. So I have a way to offer and out too, you know, and I think that's something for people who have gotten to these different levels that, you know, you're on their territory because you see them on some level in, even if it's your, yeah. and you're more susceptible to that attack because now it's equal ground mm -hmm. of sorts, you know what I mean? In the sense of you're, you're aware now. It, yeah. And I think with vision comes responsibility and action right. and, I, I think that it's a training ground um, for your gifts to come online and for the role that you're here to play as an interdimensional being, not just like pretending that it doesn't exist, but right. actually doing something about it. And so I think for me, I, I can say without a doubt that my sister was my teacher, my greatest Absolutely. teacher. She was also my abuser and she created a lot of trauma in my body from multiple death attempts, but I love her. A, you know, I wish her the best. I know, I know her soul and I know what's not her, but this is how we learn. Right. And so if you're awakening to this, like something is calling you forth. So exactly. listen to that, listen to that and find someone who sees it with you, who can co-pilot, who can, who understands it in the complexity. Cause yes, AA and most detox centers are not going to be able to help you heal the trauma and seal up your container and really get your power back. You're and just gonna we're continue. In the time, yeah, we're in the time of multi, our multi-dimensional selves are getting activated. You know, everybody's, whether they're even aware of it or not. So it's like, it's, you know, it's even more important, I think now than ever. Than ever before. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I love you ladies. Thank you for this powerful talk and like we're holding it down. Um, may we all be liberated from the parasite and find our true selves embodying our, yes. our containers. Yes. Yes. Till next time. Thank you. Ladies, thank you. Much love. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com.